The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you. We honor you for what you're doing, what you're going to do, and what you've already done. Now, Father, we ask you to bless that one, that one that will tune in this day, God, that they'll be able to hear that which you would have them to know. And I ask you to move upon me that I be decreasing allow you to increase in my life, that I might speak only that which you would have me to say. Now, Father, we ask you to bless, Lord. Bless that one that's confused, Lord, that that they'll have a mindset to be obedient and to do that which you would have them to do. Father, we praise you. We honor you. I praise you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and Amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. We thank God for you, you, and especially you. We thank God for this day. Yes, this is the day that he has made, and I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. In spite of what the situation is looking like, in spite of what it seems like, amen, I got my focus on uh, Emmanuel, amen, and because I got my focus on him, then guess what? I can't lose with the stuff he used. That's right. I believe that. I believe that in the sincereness of my heart, amen, knowing that God will bless, God will deliver, God will set free in spite of what we are seeing, what we are thinking, what we believe, you know, a lot of time the enemy will do things to show us something else uh, totally different from what God is uh, really trying to deal with us in our life, amen, and where he's trying to carry you. It's, uh, believers, listen, it's time running out. We only have a short time. Man, I can think back uh uh, 45 years ago when I thought that I was uh, knowing so much, uh, trying to learn the Bible and trying to learn, I went where they say how many letters in the, in the book, how many chapters and all this stuff. 
And I, the more you start reading and praying and really getting into the Lord, the less you realize that you know because of the fact it's not according to what you can say to impress this person or that person. It's, it's, it's about you doing that which is right. Amen. In this, and especially in these last and evil days. Amen. If we're going to sell out, we got to be willing to sell out in, in all situations. Because the enemy going forth like a flood. Amen. We refuse to uh, accept the devil is setting up churches and setting up ministry left and right. He really is. Now, and I'm and, and, and listen to me. Now listen to me. The reason I say he's setting it up left and right is most people's are doing things. They are not doing things according to the word of God. They are doing things according to the way they feel and the way that person think or the way that person uh, believe. They are not doing it according to the Bible. And I believe, I truly believe, that the Bible in these days are, are drifting. Peoples are not. They are not holding on to the word of God. They are allowing themselves, they are allowing themselves to go forth and to do what they feel and what they think. They'll say, oh, I, I feel this way, brother. Well, I think this. It ain't about what you feel and what you think. What's the word say? You can't prove what you're doing according to the scriptures. And when you're not doing, if you're not able to prove that which is according to the word of God, then I promise you, we're losing out. And and it ain't about how many peoples that we can get to follow us. See, the enemy is sending forth a a false concept. To well, you know, you can't be doing right because you ain't got this and you don't have that. But wait a minute, we say we are working to receive our reward on the other side. So why are we concerned about this side? How about trying to get somebody to live right? How about trying to get somebody to follow the word of God, to see what the Bible is saying, not what Brother Webb believe, what somebody else believe. It's all about the word of God, believers. If we're not looking at this in reality, then we are losing out. And the enemy is getting folks left and right. You know why? Because they are not saying what the word of God is saying. Then they're going along with all this mess that they're doing in these churches. And and, and for, first of all, they, I, I keep saying those churches, those buildings are not uh, houses of, of prayer. They are not houses of, of fellowship or worship. No, 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 no. There's somebody just got a little self. They, they got mad with this preacher and decided to get their little group. And then they got their little group and they started. And then they go forth and say, well, you know, uh, folk just don't want to obey the Bible. Amen. And, and, and we're going to obey the Bible. Now, they're holding on to one scripture. got everything else is wrong. And the enemy done shot them a curb, and they don't even see it coming. Hey, Amen. They standing up at the at the plate, holding the bat, wondering when he gonna throw the ball. He don't throw the strike. 
and another strike at you. Why? Because of the fact that he is going forth devouring the so-called saints of God. See, he can't get the real folks anyway. See, the real peoples of God don't hold to the Bible. That's the difference. I know we don't want to hear that, but that is the difference. And when you want to hold on to the word of God, then you got to be willing to sell out. You got to be willing to go forth, folks. I don't care what this person thinks or that person thinks. It ain't about what they think. Uh, as, I, as I often said, oh, uh, you, you may say, well, brother, well, you ain't got this and you ain't got that. Listen, I'm doing exactly what God would have me to do at for such a time as this. And when he want me to do more, much is given, much is required. I'm just not I'm just not in the position to be required for more. Listen to me now. Listen. There are people right now uh in the college and in the uh professional football league. Now, we can say what we want to say, but they're going through strenuous training trying to make the team. Now, once they make the team, you might say, boy, that's a sorry person. That that person did, oh, man, I don't see how he get on the team. But he had to show forth over his competitors, over somebody else. He just didn't walk on there and say, well, I'm so-and-so and so-and-so, except you, Tom Brady, or uh, 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 Brett Farr, somebody like that, been in the league for years and years. And, and now they don't have to prove themselves, but everybody else, uh, the regular players, the majority, let me just put it like that, the majority of the players, the majority of the position got to prove themselves to get on that team because everybody, somebody is going after that person to try to get this person, to try to get that position. So in the process, they have to prove themselves to the coach. They got to. They got to prove themselves to the coach. If they don't prove themselves to the coach, guess what? They're not on the team. They'll be on the practice squad or on sitting on the sideline like me watching the game. Why? Because they didn't prove themselves. Now, so as it is if we're looking at it in the natural. See, we got to look at this thing in the spiritual we got to understand if I'm on the team of the Lord, how is it that we don't want no plays? We don't want no uh uh the no no uh uh direction. We want to just go and play like we want. Now, listen, Christianity is the only uh group. Well, they ain't the only they the biggest only group of people. You cannot do nothing. You cannot be saved. And you cannot do that. Just say, the Lord called me. The Lord told me this. The Lord did that. And guess what? You are going to get a group of people, and you're going to follow Get Listen to me. I have tried this. And if you think I'm, if you think I'm lying, you do it. You go downtown, wherever you at, whether you're in South Carolina, North Carolina, whether you're in Florida, wherever just go downtown and point it at the sky. Don't don't say nothing. Just say, wow. You know, uh, you can say, I see it. I see it. 
And after a while, somebody going to look and say, yeah, I see it too. I see it. They don't, they don't know what you point at. Why? Because of the fact that peoples are gullible. And that because they are gullible, they do what they see somebody else doing and still are having a foundation. How in the world somebody can say they are anointed of God and you hate the commandments? You telling people that the commandments of God is the old testament only. And I can take you through every one of them and show you every one of them in the New Testament. So while you saying this, but you following these people, you are saying they are right. They are, you are saying they are anointed of God. But the very thing that God wrote with his own finger, believers, the only thing that he wrote to us, listen to me now, listen to me. See, the Bibles tell us everything was uh, uh, spoken to existence. So in St. John, the first chapter, Jesus said, all things were made by him. And uh, I'm sorry, John said, all things were made by him. And without him, wasn't anything was made that was made. Okay. Jesus, the word of God made everything. I don't care if you call him Yahshua. I don't care if you call him Elohim. I don't care if you call him whatever. The word of God created everything that's in the existence. Okay, when the word of God took on flesh, listen to me now, when it took on flesh, then you had to believe that he was the word. Matter of fact, you know what? Let me get this uh, uh, little incident. I'm going to show you how the disciples were and how the disciples is and how the peoples are so-called following God now. Now, listen to me. Uh, in Mark, the fourth chapter, and around the 35th verse, the Bible said, In the same day when evening was come, he said unto them, Let us uh, pass over unto the other side. Now, wait a minute now. We're talking about the word of God. We're talking about they believe that, that he is the prophet. He is the Messiah. He is the one that we've been waiting on. He done, they done heard him preach. Matter of fact, when we go on down, let's go on down and look, look. Let's go on down to 36 verse. And, he, and, and when they had, uh, had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ship. Now listen, the other folks in, you know, they they got a little little boat like Brother Ware got a little bitty boat. Talking about we gonna follow too. We gonna follow, you know. Now 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 they made up their mind. Wherever Jesus go, we gonna go. So the devil began to look at this situation. Say these folks ain't following him because they really believe. They following him because they are looking for something. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This day, most of the so-called believers, they are following for something in it for them. They are not going to sacrifice anything to be the servant of God. They are not going to do that. You know why they're not going to do that? Because of the fact that we are comfortable 
we done made this uh, religion, so-called Christianity, I, I don't uh, call it so-called Christianity, we done made it so far, so far away from the Bible, it just fit our case. Whatever we want to say, it fit our case. Whatever we want to do, it fit our case. You know why it fit our case? Because we ain't concerned about obeying the word of God. If we concerned about obeying the word of God, then uh, the problem is uh, the problem is that the peoples the peoples have followed uh, that which uh, the the Lord have said. Anyway, here's what I'm trying to get you all to see. And I'm trying to get it because I'm, I'm hearing uh, my people, my time will go off. It's another time. It's not the regular time. But anyway, I'll go on. It'll stop eventually. But here's what I'm saying. Peoples are doing things that they want to do and putting the label of God. You know how you can do, you know, say, I got to sell them up because it's clear. Or I got a, a genuine because it's kind of clear. But guess what? You done took the ginger ale that you have and uh, you have made, put some water in it. And that's all you got in it, water. And you're calling it water because, I mean, you're calling it ginger ale because it's clear. But the truth of the matter, it's so far away from ginger ale. It's so far away from Sprite. It's so far away from any of the clear drinks that you sodas that you drink. I say that you drink. I don't, but uh, I do drink ginger nine again. But nevertheless, that ain't my point. My point is that you are doing what you want to do. Yes, you are doing what you want to do in the name of the Lord. Yeah, that's the hurting part. You see, if you was doing it in James Well name, it might not be a problem. If you was doing it in Bishop Jumbo or Pokepine, it might not be a problem. But it's a problem when you're doing it in the name of the Lord. So let's get back to what I was saying. The little ship, they decided that they're going to go, Lord, I'm going with you all the way. How many times we done heard people say that? I remember when I was pastoring the church, if a person come and say, Brother, well, I'm going to be with you. That's what I've been looking for. The truth, I'm going to be with you. Guess what? You better mark that person off because they're not going to be there for a little, but for a little while because they're going to find excuse. They're going to find something wrong. But if that person come and ain't looking and trying to feel and trying to see, that person will wind up staying more so than the person say, oh, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be with you. And that's where it is, folks. These folks that were with Christ, they, uh, listen, the disciples, even in the same ship, said, oh, Lord, we, you know, we're going all the way with you. We believe in you. We believe in you. Now, listen. And then the Bible said the other little ship. And then here, here's the problem, the 37th verse. Now, most people don't understand, and I'm going to give you scripture to back it up. Uh, Satan is the God of this world. So when we often see tornadoes. We want to put it on God all the time. Not necessarily God. 
Not necessarily God. We can see that God get good out of in spite of what the devil did, in spite of what the devil told up, uh, and then who's to say who, who it is? But I'm saying not necessarily be of God. Now, the 37th verse says this, and, 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 and there arose a great storm of wind, and wave beat and took the ship, so that it was now full. In other words, uh, the top part of the ship was full. You know, it was a ship had two, two areas, but the top part was full, getting full of water. And then the disciples get, you know, you got to think about this. Now, no doubt that was Peter or uh, John, one of them ship, because that was their ship. So, because they was the fishermen, surely they was familiar with the water uh, raising up. They was familiar with that. But all of a sudden, fear came into them. Why? Because they hadn't been in a position and seen all this water. So I have to believe that the enemy uh, stirred up that wind because the Bible said that he's the God of, of this world. So he deals with the atmosphere, but he can't go against God. That's that's what I'm saying. Otherwise, if the devil try to do something and put in fear, we can stand in faith and believe God. And every disaster that you don't seem came without man taking control of it. It always something good come you see God hand in it. In spite of what happened, I've always saw how that God blessed this person or blessed them people in the midst of torment, in the midst of flood, in the midst of fire, in the midst of things that been happening. Listen, believers, God, he got you. He got you. In spite of what people saying, in spite of what people's thinking, you know, sometimes we do get, I, Brother Ware, have got that, Lord, where is you? How come you allowing this and that to take place? And and sometimes we fight against the grain. Uh, country song used to be back in the day, God Brooks said, going against the grain. He went against the rubble. He went against the grain. And, and that's where he found that his blessing was. And... Uh, the man is a multimillionaire. He said himself that uh, he couldn't uh, spend all his money. His children, children couldn't spend all his money. So therefore, in the midst of what I'm saying, that he went against the grain. How you say he went against the grain? Well, he went in the situation that the that the enemy uh, set him up that. He decided to take his his boys to um, uh, uh, Nashville, and somebody didn't show up. And then this guy that he had met that was passing through Texas saw that him he was there. Well, you get up. Uh, how about y'all getting up and doing a number? Fill in for this guy that was out. He filled in for this guy that was out, and lo and behold, the rest is history. So what are you saying, brother? Well, what I'm saying is that he was, God allowed him to be at the right time, allowed circumstances 
to be in his life to drive him to what he should be doing. Sometimes circumstances can drive us into the direction that we should be doing anyway. A lot of times, no, 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 we'll fight against, we'll say, we, I need this, I need that, I want this, I want that. And in the midst of all that, we never found that what God wants, you know, and what God wants is ne- not necessarily what we want. What we want, it could be the opposite of where God trying to get us. And what he's trying to do, I'm trying to tell you, believers, I'm coming back to it, but you got to understand, in the scriptures, in the scripture, now this person said that he called and chosen by God. He said that God, he or she, whoever, whatever, to say that God, because I do believe in prophetess, I do believe in, 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 in things that uh, people talk against. They, they just never read it in the scripture. Now, uh, uh, when you look at the scripture, God, listen, God himself, the Bible says in the 31st chapter of the book of Exodus, God himself wrote it with the, the commandment was written with the finger of God. Now, guess what? If I go back, hello, if I go back to numbers, I believe it is, uh, 23 and uh, I want to say 23. Uh, uh, let me, let me, let me, because I don't want somebody to say, well, brother, well, because I'm going to holler this before I go on, on break. Uh, but I'm going to get ready to uh, let you know this. Uh, numbers, what I said, 23. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's 23. Uh, yep, 2319, as I see. Listen, the Bible says this, and I can prove it with other scripture, 1 Samuel 15 and 29. I don't believe in giving one scripture. The Bible says no one scripture is given interpretation of itself. So the Bible tells me that God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man, guess what, that he should repent. You know why he said the son of man repent? Here's what he's saying. Because God said, uh, 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 the, the Bible said, it repented me that I made man. So I will describe man who I have created. It wasn't God that said that, folks. It was the word of God. See, we try to mix it up. And, and anyway, let me go on because so, I got to go on break. Uh, and, and say, uh, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the uh, son of man that he should repent. Uh, has he not said, and shall he not do it? Or he spoke it, and it shall shall he not make it good? Nowhere where God said anything when he said, This is my beloved son, who I'm well pleased. He said that. I'll be back in a couple of minutes, and we will go further in the word of God back on Mark. God bless you. the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. 
We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. Well, we are back. Amen. Uh, two weeks in a row, I'm here. Uh, four, four, uh, two, uh, three, five, five, eight, six, nine, nine. Question or comment? Uh, believe in the Lord. Amen. Uh, that God has blessed me. I, I thank God that I. Last week I had a, a misunderstanding on one time I was supposed to be in Atlanta, but it worked out for the good. Everything came out fine, and I'm ready to travel a little further. Amen. Believe in God that he's going to direct me. All right, um, but I'm here if you have a question or comment. 404-355-8699. I need to get back to this. Because I'm trying to make a point right here. Now, the disciples know, they know that Christ will make true on his word. Now, uh, you might say, well, Brother Ware, we've been in that position. We said God said something, and, it, and then we all of a sudden begin to believe that he didn't say it. Matter of fact, Minister Casey brought that up uh, to me. Uh, when we was talking about uh, how that peoples don't trust God, basically, and and we let fear get in. You're, he's right. Sometimes fear, the flesh, is an enemy against God. The Bible doesn't say it that. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and power and wickedness in high places. I, I know all this, but uh, this is a different story. If Christ right there with me, in other words, if he right here in the car with me, he say, James, where well, we finna go to Portland, Oregon. I'm going to Portland, Oregon, folks. I, I mean, I'm, I don't care if I have two flat tires. I don't care if I run out of gas. Listen to me. I, I believe that God once before when I was stirred in God, okay, like I am now, I... I told, uh, at this time, uh, Sister Ware was uh, alive. I told her the Lord told me to go to Hartford, Connecticut, 
And I had met this guy way uh, about two years before, and I called him. I said, well, I was coming up there, and uh, I was uh, the Lord put it on me to run a revival. And I'm coming back to the Scripture. Let me tell you a little. And I promise you, I left Atlanta, Georgia, with $13 in my pocket and a tank of gas headed to Hartford, Connecticut. When I got to Greenville, South Carolina, my mom and them said, boy, you stupid. You you can't, you going somewhere and you ain't got no money. That is the stupidest thing. Here, take $20. She gave me $20 after calling me stupid. Then I went, I left, and I went to uh, the next stop was, I remember I was, we was in the movement of uh, uh, Bishop Johnson, not S.C. Johnson, the other Johnson, and uh, it was True Vine Holiness Church that we was in. So I goes up there, and this man had uh, had the limousine. I sit in the chair. I think I took, came back and told the church about it. I sit in the chair. I thought I was falling. The chair was so comfortable, so uh, so relaxed in it. It was so soft. But anyway. He he uh, said, "Well, uh, I'm cutting the story short." He said, "Brother, uh, brother, where where you head?" El- no, they were calling me Elderwell. Elderwell, where you head? I said, "Well, the Lord put it on my spirit to go to Hartford, Connecticut, and preach, uh, uh, do a revival." He said, "Son, uh, let me say this: you don't go anywhere. God don't lead you in the dark, son. What you do, you go back to Atlanta." And I'll give you the gas to get back. And I saw him pass the hundreds, pass the fifties, and he went back there and gave me a twenty dollar bill and said, You need to go on back to Atlanta and keep in touch with me and I'm gonna set you up some revival, headed up there two or three days revival, so when you get to Hartford, you all right. Then after all that, the enemy hit my radiator. My radiator started leaking. And I promise you all, I never heard nobody say it. All of a sudden, it came to me, uh, James, well, go get some black pepper. I put black pepper in my radiator, fill it up full of water, and it stopped that leak. Black pepper will stop a leak. I found that out uh, just being obedient. And the Lord put it in my spirit and said, you know what you left back there because uh, I was out of work and, and uh, I know what I had left at home, but I didn't know where I was going. So I got a gallon of gas and put it in my car so if I run out of gas, maybe I can just drive off the interstate and don't leave my car on the interstate. I don't know because I believed that God was going to have somebody to pick me up that had some money or whatever, going to feel sorry for me, and give me the money. Now, anyway, long story short, I wind up getting to Washington, D.C. I had a brother in the military at that time, Otis. He, I said, he said, where are you going? I said, I'm going to Hartford, Connecticut. He said, uh, what kind of money you got? I said, I don't have no money. I only have a gallon of gas that I'm finna pour in my car now. He said, boy, that's stupid. That's the stupidest thing. Uh, well, I got to go because he was uh, recruiting. And he, I said, I'm going to leave at 12. And he said, all right, I'll see you then. If I don't see you, uh, 
I'll call you call me later. And lo and behold, he came back there about five minutes to 12. I was folding up the, I couldn't sleep in his room because he had all this big ball of the gin and uh, vodka, and I couldn't sleep in that. So I was sleeping on the floor with a quilt. I was folding it up. He came and threw three $20 bills. I said, what this for? He said, because you stupid, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you that. I said, I ain't borrowing nothing, man. God told me to go, and I'm believing him. I took that $60. He said, you can have it then if you're going to be that way. I took that $60, wound up in Hartford, Connecticut. Long story short, when I got up there, the preacher said, well, well, I'm so glad to see me. I want you to preach tonight, Friday night, and then we'll start the revival starting Sunday. I said, okay. He said, but, uh, you know, what What you think about these men running around here with letting these women think that they can preach and this? I said, well, sir, I mean, God can call whoever he will. Say what? He said, uh, so you telling me you believe in women's preaching? I said, sir, I believe in uh, what the Word says. And the man went out in that church. And told them people they don't have to worry about Elder Ware uh, having finance. He said he left Atlanta with $13 and he up here in Connecticut. And that was their excuse not to put no money in the plate. One lady that was a visitor put a $10 bill in the love offering for me. And then this same old lady invited me and said, Well, what you gonna do? I said, Well, he don't want me to run the revival. She said, well, how about you spending the night at my house? I'm an elderly woman. I'm, I'm, I got daughters cheering your age, sir. But I believe God would have me to be there. Guess what? I went to her house. Her pastor, mother died. I wound up preaching on the biggest radio station in Hartford, Connecticut, because she said, I got a preacher here. And God blessed me. I went back to New York and preached. I was able to come back home. I wish I can give you detail how it helped. I was able to come back home and to put uh, about $289 in Sister Ware's hand, and I left with $13. The Lord bless. So what I'm saying, I said that to say, when we can believe the direction that God's telling us, some way it, it, it don't sound good, just like Joseph. Joseph, it didn't sound right to, for his brothers to come against him. It didn't sound right for him to be sold into Egypt. It didn't sound right for him to be lied on, knowing that he didn't do or say what it was said or done. None of that seemed right. But in the midst of it, God blessed him. God blessed him to be the governor of Egypt. Now, let's get back to this story, because I got a point that I'm trying to get to. All right, and then after the wind came up, and then uh, he was uh, in the hindrance of the ship asleep on a pillow, and they awakened him and said, Master, carest thou not that we perish? First of all, he had to just let him stay there. The water would have hit him and woke him up. And he would have just get, and then you would have looked the good in the sight of the Lord. But because you didn't, 
they, they, they got scared. When we look at situation with our natural, oh, it looks bad. It really looks bad. And I'm not going to tell you that it don't look bad. I'm not going to uh, tell you that if I was on the ship, I'd have been like the disciple. Hold up, man. Uh, uh, you better go wake up Jesus because he the one told us to go on the other side. And because he told us to go on the other side and he had the nerve to sleep, he just like Jonah. Remember, Jonah was in the, in, the, in, in, in the ship, sleep, when the ship folks done throwed everything overboard, trying to hold on to him, trying to keep him. And then Jonah realized the problem ain't y'all. The problem is me. And then when God began to deal with them, and they had to be obedient and throwing them over. Guess what? They believed it. Now, guess what? They believe. Say, wait a minute. Uh, I that Jonah God is the real God. Now here we go in this hymn. Let me go. Let me let me say. It. And then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, "Peace be still." And the wind ceased. And there was a great calm. Boy, if we can just grab hold to that. When we see a mass of confusion, when we see things going opposite to what we think it should go, if we could just speak the word. A lot of times we say we believe in speaking the word, but we don't believe that. We don't believe it. If we believed it that, we would do it in the situations. But a lot of times, we just says, like everybody else, look, Lord, you got to do something about this. Ain't no way I'm going to deal with this, Lord. You got to fix it. You got to do that. So he stood up and, and he said, peace be still. And the wind ceased. And, and there was a great calm. Wow. Everything just fell in place. And he said unto them, why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? You know what? <laughs> I can I can see that same thing. When the midst of the and when the midst of the turmoil, where's your faith? Where is your faith? You say you love God, but where is your faith? You say God have did this and God have did that, but where are your faith? We'll say, well, I know what you're saying, Brother Ware, but maybe God doing something else and we can't see it. And maybe we got to do this. Well, you know, it come time to certain things, believers not. First of all, let me get... Uh, well, let me finish this for my time right now. And then he said, uh, peace be still and, uh, and great calmness. And he said unto them, uh, uh, ye are so fearful. How is it ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said unto one another, what man, <laughs> what man, uh, uh, what man is this? What matter a man is this? And that the wind and the sea obeyed him. Now think about it. I want you to get this. 
everything around us. He created us. But do we believe that he's in charge of it? No, we don't believe that. You know why? Because of the fact that the disciples saying the same thing. What kind of man? Hold up. You should know. Uh, the scripture says in John, St. John, the first chapter, all things was made by him, and without him wasn't anything was made that was made. Come on, believers. If we know that he made everything, if we know that, okay, if you know that he made everything, surely anything I made, I got control of it. Oh, yes, I got control of it because of the fact that I made it, that I call it to be in existence. Yes, this is what it's about. And a whole lot of people is losing out. You know why they're losing out? Because they don't want to believe God finna carry them to a higher heights and a deeper depth. They don't want to believe God there is a way that seems right. Listen, when the disciple, now listen, I know, guess what? Here's my thing. What happened to the little ships? All them, they say they're going to follow Christ. But when the turmoil came, you don't see nothing about the little ship. Look like he should have said when, uh, uh, when the sea come and then the other little ship came back around. No, 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 no. They was gone. You know why? Because they didn't want to stand in the midst of turmoil. They, they, they wasn't able to stand. And I promise you, if I had been on my little bitty boat, I would have been gone too. Because there's no way that if it's rocking the big ship, if it's filling up the big ship, what you think about the little ship? What they doing? Uh, I talked to this guy uh, that I, at the rental car place. Me and him always talk about it, going fishing. So he got a 16-footer, and he in turn said, well, he just decided to go and uh, down to uh, the ocean, and he goes out about uh, almost, he said, a mile, and then he turned left, and it's a place right up there, and they caught a bunch of red snappers and a bunch of uh, groupers and all, and, and he said, but going out there, he said, it don't look like it, but boy, you had to just gas that boat. He said because waves was putting water every which way on them, and half of them were scared. I just gauged it and went on out there. But once we got there, man, we caught many fishes we want to catch. So what I'm saying, sometimes the waves look worse. The waves show, the situation show better than it really is, but because of the fact that we are not trusting in the Lord. We are not seeing what is God's direction. We are not seeing what do you have me to do. This is the thing. What in the world that the Lord uh, need to be doing through you, by you, in you? That's why we're losing out. We're trying to do something to, to uh, gratify flesh, to gratify uh, our movement to gratify to prove to somebody uh, uh, that God called me and God told me to do that. Listen to me, believers. If God uncalled you, God unchose you, 
Don't worry about it. It ain't about the number. The Bible say, listen to me, listen to me. If you be faithful in a few, I'll make you ruler over many. That's what the book said. How can you be ruler over many and you can't deal with a few? You got to get your house in order, in order, uh, say, listen to me, your, be in your house in order. Well, somebody might say, well, brother, where is easy? You to say you ain't got nobody there but you. Uh, and, and then if you had a wife or, and, and, and then you have to deal with her, but your children days over with. But listen to me, listen to me. We're not speaking about a household, natural house. We are speaking about your house. You get your house in order. You, yourself, you got to be that individual that's willing to take a stand, that's willing to be obedient for the word of God, that's willing to pray when nobody else willing to pray with you. You got to have an appointed time that you're calling upon the name of the Lord. So it's sad that we are no longer able to pray. We are no longer able to fast. We are no longer able to, to sacrifice time for reading. Most of the so-called Christian look at more TV than you do your Bible. Most of them now. I'm not saying everybody in that same boat. And the reason I'm saying this now, you say, uh, so uh, what's your point on this story? The point in the story where Jesus was in the midst of them. Here's the problem. They had the deliverance there. They, even though they had to call on the name of the Lord, they had to call on him to cause him to show them what they could have did. I don't know. Could they do it or could they didn't do it? I really don't know because the, the word was spoken by him uh, how is it that ye have no faith? So where your faith at? How, how come you ain't speaking to certain areas that's going forward? Believers, let me tell you something. I was talking to just uh, uh, brother, and I'm going to say this right quick because uh, I was talking to him, and he in turn was saying, Brother Ware, I promise you, and he was reminiscing. Okay, and, and I knew him back in the 70s. He was in the church. He was a deacon then, and now he's in that church, the particular church that I'm talking about. He's still a, he's still a deacon. His brother is the pastor. But but what my point was, we started talking about the old saints, the old saints, how they was. Now, they might listen to me, folks. They might not have everything Cross the T, dot the I. They might have not put the period or the question mark in the sentence. But one thing you can say, they, some of them, now we, we can't say all of them. You, you still had hypocrites back there like you have now. But the majority, I thought about the pastor. The pastor never looked at the finance, and he had room that people's, was, couldn't even come in the church hardly. Couldn't, and it was standing room only. And the devil got mad. And the devil took Brother Jackson's, well, took this sister and began to uh, make her seem like her and the pastor like one another. And that I saw that church go down from 
uh, crammed to the wall to uh, about 15 peoples. Why? Because the enemy got mad with him getting folks getting saved, getting delivered. I saw demons come out of people. I really seen that with my natural eye. I saw people's got delivered, and God blessed these people to be stirred in the Lord. They just didn't they, uh, listen to me. Even though he didn't have the knowledge of the commandment, he said, on the Sabbath, we need to use that for a rest. I couldn't I, listen. That was way before I even came to the knowledge of the Sabbath. But he would use that. He said, use that for a rest. God want us to rest. And he said, uh, and, and I thought about uh, uh, Bishop uh, Harris, and I thought about his genuine, sincere, crying out to soul. He would lay in the church all night long crying out for people to be saved. Folks, we got to get some sincere peoples in our life. We got to be sincere. I'm trying to get in the position, I'm, I'm serious, that nothing and nobody mean nothing but to me to obey God. That's what I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get out of, listen, I done been in this for 46 years. That's a long time to not to say, Brother Ware, you ain't got no, you ain't got this, you ain't got that. And listen to me now. I'm not talking about material. Listen, thing. God bless me to be on the radio. I don't owe no money on the radio. And God bless me. I'm able to come down, up and down the highway when I want to come and how I want to come. So that's not an issue. The issue is me being that brother that can call on the name of the Lord and peoples get saved. I want to see peoples being saved, peoples being delivered, peoples being set free. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. I honor you for all that you're doing. I honor you for what you're going to do. I ask you to deal with the words that came forth, Lord, that it will prick someone's heart that will cause them to want to go forth and to be all that you have chose and called them to be. God, we just thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus to Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, listen to me, believers. L listen to me. Uh, I'm saying that... In this day and time, we need to know what the Bible's saying, okay? Log on. Visit our website, Brother James uh, Ware, brotherjamesware.org, brotherjamesware.org. Or you can give me a call, and like I said, if I don't answer the phone, if it's after 7 p.m., Leave, please leave your name and number, and I promise you within a 24-hour period, I will call you. That's 404-293-7557. 404-293-7557. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problem you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, 
Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina. 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E A S L E Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for real.